gentlemen, you are listening to the H&H Podcast. Exactly. I can still hear it, but okay. Anyway. All right, so here we are. We're back. Here we've we got are. new mics. We we've have got, returned. We've got a whole new setup. Hopefully this... Uh, see, this is the problem with this, though, is you can't have it right in front of you because then you... Well, that's why mine is off like that because... Yeah, but then you don't get the low tones that you want. That's okay. The low tones. We'll figure it that's out. That's the name of my it. new band, the low tones. <laughs> we'll figure it out next time around. Cobb and right. low tones. So, welcome back to the podcast. We are welcome doing this one back. solo today. Welcome uh, back. Our buddy Nick has uh, gone off to do other things. May come back to help from time to time, but we can't keep anyone. No, we can't. It's us. Um, it must be. It must be us. Um, so here we are. We're back. We are um, sans music this week because apparently yep. we're not allowed to do that. No, no, so not anymore. The algorithm. The, uh, yeah. the Matrix took Algorithm is a funny word. It sounds like a troll that would live under a bridge or something like that. Sound I'm the algorithm. I think it sounds like a soul singer from the 70s. Algorithm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, like, man, I'm going to see Algorithm tonight. <laughs> Last time I saw Algorithm, I got it on. <laughs> Does sound to me. That's what it sounds like. All but. right. Yeah. All right. So to, today we're talking about... Um, a subject that's kind of near and dear to my heart anyway, um, which is basically turning something you love into a job. Um, this is an interesting topic because for many reasons, but um, interestingly enough, I just had somebody come in here the other day um, who reached out and was curious about, um, you can hear all the stuff in the background, can you? Every time yeah. a big truck drives by or something. Right. Yeah, it's not, don't worry, it's not. It up. won't get through. No. Okay. Um, so, Bear with us. Yeah, <laughs> figuring out the new mics. No, seriously. So I had somebody come in the other day who was um, interested about interested in becoming um, involved in some sort of sales organization or um, a rep organization Basically wanted to get into the hunting and fishing and Correct. outdoor industry. Yeah. In they had some spent some time of. in another outdoor market that wasn't hunting and fishing, had some some interest in that, but for whatever reason that didn't pan out. And then now they want to get into the hunting and fishing world. And my immediate advice, although I think this person was very well suited for that space, I I've become really accustomed to asking this very first question, are you prepared to make something you love a job right. and prepared for everything that comes along with that. Because I will tell you from firsthand experience, I don't get to do the outdoor activities that I once got to do. Now there's other contributing factors. Obviously there's children, finances, all of the things that come along with that. Mm. But there's the, the number one contributing factor is this business. It takes up the majority of my time and while I do get to get out occasionally with friends of the business, it's not near what I did when I just had a nine to five and went home every day at a certain time and didn't have to go home and do more work or think about this place or anything else. You know what right. I mean? So, um, and it was an eye opener for this person. Yep. Um, they were kind of like, wow, I had never really thought of that. And it's not the first time I've had that conversation. And while, of course, we're wrapped up in the hunting and fishing world uh, for our business, that I think it goes with 
it can be said of anything. You know, if you're a skateboarder, you become, you know, like, oh, I want to be a professional skateboarder. Do you? Because right. you're doing it because you love it, but then now what? Right. You know? That's why I don't own a restaurant. That's a really good point because you are a fantastic cook and you very easily could own a restaurant that would be successful, but it would kill the thing that you right. love very much, right? Yep. That's what people say, you know, you hear oftentimes people say, do something you love and you'll never work a day in your life. And I always say, you're a moron. <laughs> Just shut up. I don't and, disagree with that because it really does, it, it, it is rewarding. I think to some extent it, it is right. rewarding to do something you love, but there's, it, it really does, um, it's different. It's a job though. Yeah, everything. Just because you own a business, people go, oh man, I hate having a job. I'm going to own a business. That's a job. Yeah. Dummy. You have to I mean, work. You yeah, have to work. It's a job. Yeah. It's a job like any other job. And, you know, when it comes to working and doing anything, you know, this whole idea of do something you love and you'll never work a day in your life and all that nonsense, it, it, it doesn't exist. It's all a job because... Given the chance, when you ask anybody and you go, okay, listen, money's no object. You can take care of your family and all this. Yeah. What job would you do? Right? Yeah. You don't even have to work. Yeah. What job would you do? Mm -hmm. And people go, no job, idiot. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. that's, it, and that's the truth. Yeah. Because given the chance, we wouldn't work. Yeah. People aren't going to work. Mm -hmm. They're going to go do fun things. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's where you have to be careful. You only have so much I actually said this to the girl at the gym today, mm -hmm. and I felt bad after I did it, but I say stupid things all the time. But every day that I come in there, she's standing at the counter folding towels. Yeah. And I said to her, as I walked in, she goes, good morning. And I said, good morning. I says, does it ever occur to you how much of the limited amount of time that you are blessed to be on this earth, you've wasted folding these towels? And she was like, she was like, I never really thought about it, but you're right. I'm going to go slit my wrist. Yeah, and she was like, oh, I'm like, well, not exactly the cheery good morning that you were yeah. probably thinking. But the truth is, yeah. is you stood there and you folded towels for hours of your life. Mm -hmm. And when you're at the end of your life and you're going, gosh, I wish I could just have a few more hours to see the people I love and do all this. And you, you're going to look back and go, well, I did get those towels folded. So that was good. <laughs> I think about it because I have two games on my phone yeah. that are essentially one game. Um, it's Toy Blast and some other blast. Do you have games on your phone? I have two games I've ever had. It's Toon Blast and Toy Blast. Mm -hmm. and they're like these weird, it's kind of like a, a modified version of Tetris. Oh, okay. You know, it's nothing. But I'm on level 2,000 on both of them. <laughs> so I'm on level 4,000 yeah. on these games because they're essentially the same game. Yeah. And the amount of time that I've wasted to get to level 4,000 is ridiculous. But my point is, is that when you look at these at these jobs and, and all of this, you're if you're lucky because of the nature of our existence, yeah. you're going to get what a a twentieth, maybe less yeah. of your life that yeah. you'll actually spend doing something that you just purely love to do. 
that you're just for your for the pure joy of it, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. The average person is going to get, and I don't know what the statistic is, but I guarantee you it's a very small part of your life that you'll actually spend doing something you love to do. Oh yeah. When you take that and you make that your job, yeah. You're it, 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 it's it, it's like taking it's you know what it's like it's like you know me I I eat like a machine these days yeah, yeah. right yeah very regimented diet very 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 regimented diet when I allow myself a piece of cake yeah it is the greatest thing that has ever <laughs> happened to me yeah right yeah. because I don't eat it every day yeah it hits my tongue and my tongue goes holy Moses what is yeah. that yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. If I ate cake every day, yeah, pretty soon I'd be like, Ugh, cake. It's, it's interesting, though, because like you look at a guide, right? And so it, a guide is on the water rowing people down the river. In this case, in the Pacific Northwest, a lot of people do drift boat trips. So right. you're rowing people down the river every single day. You're not fishing at all. You're trying right. to put people who typically don't know shit about shit on fish. And you're, you're never fishing. Right. So when your day off comes and your buddies are like, want to go fishing? Probably not, right? right? Well, no. But now they're still enjoying it. They'd much rather do that than be a bank teller or clean I don't toilets. know about that. Most guides I meet are miserable human beings. <laughs> they yep. were happy about it at first. Yeah. And then they realize that they have to take morons fishing. New guides are very, they're, they're in the honeymoon phase. I oh say. boy, they're the happiest people you ever met. a relatively new guide and he's like, man, this is great. I'm not working in a warehouse and you know, all this stuff. But the guys who have three boats, a couple young guys that work for them, they, they have to make sure the boats are full every day or the blinds are full every day. And they're, it's a business, it becomes a job. You well, have to work. And that's why I've always been so enamored with the idea of subsistence living. Right. Because if you could pull it off, if you could really pull it off, where you could be like that, what's that guy, Dick Prennicky, that went up to Alaska alone in the wild? Remember oh, that, that guy, o OPB uh, yeah, thing? O yeah, the PBS special. PBS, yeah, yeah. That guy was cool. That guy was super cool. And if you could pull that off, what an amazing life that would be because your job all day, every day is just to survive. Yeah, don't die. Don't die. That's if you don't die, you've been a success. Right, you win because you they're, they're, you want for nothing. It's everything you could possibly want is at your fingertips. You don't really need money because it's all right there. All you do is work to live. Mm -hmm. That's why I'd like to be homeless in San Diego. <laughs> what an, what an interesting be great. What an interesting like juxtaposition though because you have society has gone from that. Everyone used to live that way. Right. Literally, everyone, everyone. used yeah. to live that way. To the point at which we slowly morphed into this culture of want. let's create, yeah, want, and let's create a piece of paper that has value. Yeah, but right? it's want. Well, first it was gold and yeah. silver, and then, then, it, then it's a piece of paper. Now it's just digital, Bitcoin and everything else. And it, these things have value, and you're going to work, and I'm going to give you some of this imaginary thing and then you can take that imaginary thing and trade it for goods and services well we went from and really you can go back and when I've talked about this before 
but you can look at you know World War II. Yeah. When we went, really went from a need-based society to a want-based that society. Was the, that was really the, the major turning point. It was a huge turning point yeah. where because prior to that we were a want or a need-based society. Yeah. We had the things that we needed. Everybody had this, that, and the other thing. So people say all the time, you know, they go, well, the value of the dollar is not what it was, and a working man and working woman can't yeah. blah, 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 blah. It's not true. Yeah. You know, well, in the 80s, uh, you know, a person could go to work and the other spouse could stay home and take yeah. care of the kids and all this, you know, and you go, okay, yeah, but also in the 80s, you didn't have $300 for cable, mm -hmm. on demand, Netflix, yep. Amazon, cell phone, all this. We've added and so many have, expenses that we didn't have. And you didn't have a thing in your pocket that you pulled out every 15 minutes to remind you of how shitty you're doing in life. Right. All yeah. of your friends have a new Escalade. And yeah. Five acres on a ranch. Well, that's and, the other thing, right? People didn't have these. I, I know so many people right now that live in houses and drive cars and that they can't afford. Oh, And I yeah. just look at them and I go, what is your problem? And they're just, it's just peacocking. It's that's, all it is. And that's why I say, it sounds really stupid when you say, well, be homeless in San Diego, right? I just got back from San Diego. That's why it's yeah. fresh in my mind. Plus, P.S., Great anybody wants to give me a job in San Diego, I, I'll be there tomorrow. You can <laughs> sign me Beach, up. Beach, man, is legit. San Diego, like, I'll live there right now. Really? Like, dude, love it. Yeah. Love that place. Yeah. Every time I go there, I'm reminded it is just my... That's, I've heard that so many times. That's my location. I've heard that so many times from, like, famous people, just friends that I know. Um it's the best. Yeah. It's it's got everything that a person could want. It's a little expensive, but it's nice. But anyways, yeah. back at it. The reason I say that though is because like I think about myself. I have a wife and a kid. Mm -hmm. Knowing what I know about myself, I could be the best homeless person. <laughs> you know what I mean? See that, like I would be a great really homeless funny. person because yeah. I could I'm I could be just homeless enough yeah. to be like Really, what I would mean by homeless is not even homeless, but more... Because the first thing you would do is make a home. Maybe. I would be <laughs> responsibility-free. Yeah. I wouldn't owe anyone anything. I would just wander around, and people would go, where do you sleep? And I'd go, ah, wherever's safe. But yeah. see, I'm good enough at meeting people and making friends yeah. that I could couch surf. You know what I yeah. mean? I don't think I'd have to sleep on the street. Yeah. I could meander my way through life yeah. like the dude yeah. and just sort of be comfortable. And I would get up in the morning and the sun would be shining and I'd be like, I think I'm going to have some tacos. And that's what I would eat for breakfast or something. I would yeah. just do whatever I felt like doing <laughs> because I know that I could make enough money yeah. to have food. Yeah. But I could just be like, yeah, you know what? I don't want a garage. I don't want boxes. I would yeah. have my blanket. Yeah. And I would have, you know, yeah. keep it in a bag. Just yeah. like great. But that's it. Yeah. I would say I would have a bank account so yeah. I could have enough money. Like, oh, it's going to rain. I check into a hotel. Yeah, maybe a cell phone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know if I even want a cell phone. I might just go get those Track phone. burner phones little technical difficulty will stay away from the mic but my so point you were my, saying. my point was is that why do you have to be so um hey for lack of a better term irresponsible like there's just trash everywhere and it's like i feel like if i was a homeless person in a tent living in downtown portland like i would have like my stuff would be in order and i would have i'd pick a nice place that was out of the way you right. know and but and, and the person said to me, like, 
but you got you realize that like ninety percent of these people on the street have mental illness and addiction, and they're not concerned that there's a half-eaten pizza and McDonald's wrappers all on the outside of their right. You know what I mean? And and, and that you would be good at being homeless is why you're not homeless. Exactly. Exactly my point is that because you would be good at being homeless is the, the reason that you're not homeless. But th- this this conversation of turning something, but basically what you're talking about is just like urban subsistence living. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but if what's what's interesting to me, because personally, um, and I do not want to get into a political debate, but the, the, I think this point is is important and and makes. Uh, a connection with this conversation is I I am not a proponent of a universal basic income for people because what does that mean people just get money yeah everyone everyone in the United States would get fifteen hundred dollars a month let's just say I'm obviously Terrible idea. grossly simplifying yeah, the idea stupid. but essentially that's what it means yeah it's welfare yeah. basically right. yes Dumb. For everyone, terrible. Whether you're Warren Buffett or the guy on the street, no. Some animals are supposed to get eaten. I 100% agree with that. And so the idea that you would just, if you had any job in the world, you yeah, would just do no job, right? Right. And so the the a discussion that I heard uh, the other day, they were they were talking about this, and they're like, okay, you're an artist. Mm-hmm. You love art. You're mm-hmm. the, you just absolutely love being an artist. You work your ass off to hone your craft. Right. Do everything you can to sell your art. It's in coffee shops. You're doing all this stuff. And um, you sell a couple pieces here and there, Mm -hmm. but you're not setting the world on fire. Right. right? But if you had $1,500 every month in the bank that somebody gave you, you could have an apartment, you could concentrate on your art, you could do all of these things, you wouldn't have to worry so much about selling your art, blah, 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 blah. That's the theory, right? Once again, grossly simplifying this. Right. Yeah. Stupid. But, but the problem with that is... You, you, you have no motivation. Here's the thing. What people forget is that everything that we think is true is fake. It's all made up. Yeah. The reality is that we're an animal. Yes. That is supposed to survive. Yeah. The way that we used to survive. Mm-hmm. Right? And we've created all this. So if this was however many years ago and mm-hmm. we were all living the way that we used to live and you said, Paul, I'm 15, I want to be an artist. And he would say, have you lost your mind? <laughs> yeah. And you would go, uh, no, I have a calling and I want $1,500 yeah. and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And it wouldn't work. No. Because the truth is... Art is a luxury. Yeah. I love art. I love music. Yeah. I play music. I have a lot of things that I love to do. Yeah. Love to do. And I wish I could, if I could do anything for a living, it would be music. Yeah. It's my favorite thing to do. Yep. It is what I think I'm probably the best at. Yeah. And I've had not very many, uh, you know, well, probably more opportunities than a lot of people, um, but not as many as I would have liked. Yeah. But the truth is, is that, and, and you and I both know many people that are our age and older that are chasing that. Oh, yeah. And guess what? Their lives suck. Yep. And I don't want them to have $1,500 because you know why their lives suck? They're not good. Yep. People that are good 
are famous mm -hmm. or making money off of it yep. because they're good. Yep. Just because you like something doesn't mean that you should have the chance to do it. Yeah. And back to the point, the other thing that I do know is that there are parts about it that I would love if I were able to do that. Yeah. But there are also parts about it that I know it would crush me. Yeah. Because I I think about music in terms of I'm going to give you the best thing I can give you. Yeah. And if you go, hey, man, could you tweak this and do that and change this? I would go, no, I can't. Oh, man, I listened to an interview with Killer Mike mm -hmm. from Run the Jewels. Mm -hmm. who's a, what an interesting dude, um, which, by the way, his show, uh, Trigger Warning, I think is what it's called, on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Hilarious. Yeah, cool. Really, really funny um, and interesting. But he said, so he's got a series of barber shops in Atlanta, a bunch of other you know, properties and things like that. Right. He's an entrepreneur. And, yeah. And they asked him, how do you, how do you have all of these things that you're doing, barbershops, businesses, and still be able to find the time to make music and tour and do all of the things that you do? And doesn't that get in the way? And his response was really cool. He's like, no, it frees me up to do whatever I want to. Because early on, when I started making music, it was free. It was just whatever I wanted, how I wanted it to be, uh, artistic, and I didn't have to worry about it paying the bills. Right. So now I have all of these other sources of income so that if I make a record, I make a record the way I want to make a record. Uh -huh. The end. I'm not worried about if it's going to sell or what the record company thinks about it. Right. I just make the record I want to make, and so far it's been serving me well because it's the record I want to make. Right. It's true. I think that's really cool. And I wish um, I wish that there, you know, there's that that's where that's the justification for you, like a basic income. It's like, well, then you allow people to just do true art and you allow people to to focus on what they want to do and right. but you know what? It's not the same though. Because that guy worked his balls off right. to create these other businesses, make the money to create these other businesses, do all of the things so that he had the income so now he can go do whatever he wants, right? Well, the truth is you can do whatever you want. Human beings have absolute freedom. Yes. We can do whatever we want as long as we're willing to pay the price. Yeah, live within the means of whatever You can that, do, yeah. I can kill somebody if I want to. Yeah. As long as I'm willing to pay the price. Yep. I can do it. Yep. There's nothing stopping me. I have multiple chances every single day. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> if you think about it. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. but. Every time you get on the highway. I'm I'm not willing to pay the price. No. So I don't do it. That's what keeps people in you line. Know? Exactly right. You're not willing to pay the when price. you don't have consequences. And the same goes for doing what you love. Yeah. Y you know, you could argue that that guy is doing what he loves. He's turned his passion into his job. Yeah. But, and this is where it changes. If you're willing to turn your passion into your job and face the consequences of doing it your way, then I don't think it's a bad idea. Yeah. If you're willing to say, come hell or high water, I'm doing it. Uh, Yvonne Chouinard. Is, is a great yeah. uh, example, right? Yeah. Patagonia, yeah. right? He does his business his way. Yeah. Now, 
he could have failed miserably. Mm -hmm. There are so many potholes on the road to this guy's yeah. success. Yeah. Even now, when you listen to the things that he does and the way that he allows his business to be run, you go, yeah. whew, man, yeah. Yeah. that is rife with opportunity for problem. Yeah. But he's willing to face the consequences. The consequence. He's willing to pay yeah. the price. Yeah. And it's worked out for him. Mm -hmm. For many other people, it doesn't yeah. work out. It really doesn't. And that's the thing that I think is the the real warning that I would give people that say, I want to turn something I love into a job is not don't do it, but don't do it if you're not willing to do it exactly as you have it in your head yeah. and pay the price. Because the minute that you have to start dumbing down what you want to do, yeah. the minute you have to water down your vision, mm -hmm. the minute you have to dull down everything that you do, and probably, honestly, one of the reasons that I can be such an insufferable asshole in this business mm -hmm. is because I'd rather be broke yeah. doing it my way yeah. than to dumb down everything and water down my vision and, and just go, okay, this is how it gets. I, I can't yeah. do it. Yeah. I, I'd rather not be involved. Yeah. And I think that that's the thing that whether you're you're trying to turn your passion into a job or whether you're trying to be an entrepreneur or a musician or whatever it is if you're willing to jump in with both feet and do what you love the way that it's envisioned in your head and pay the price for that i think you'll be okay i yep. can go to bed every night now financially who knows yeah but I sleep just fine knowing that I have stuck to my my principles. Yeah. But if you're going to be one of these people that's going to step into it like the person you spoke to. Yeah. And the way that she, I think it's okay to say that it yeah. was a female, that she was looking at going into it, she was walking into a trap because what was going to happen to her was that she was gonna step in and go, I love all this stuff, and then somebody else, us or some other company, was gonna go, that's real nice. Now do this, 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 exactly. this, and this. Yep. And she was instantly going to take something she loves yep. and have somebody go, this is how you love it. That's what, you know, uh, during that conversation, we talked about somebody like April Vokey, who is a really interesting person to me because she has created um, almost a persona that I would probably imagine is what you see on Instagram and Facebook and here in the podcast is a is a uh, polished version of the actual person, right? Typically, that's the case. Mm -hmm. But she's created a blog, she's created a podcast, she's created this this persona of her, and she can pretty much go do whatever she wants to do. Um, it pays her bills, it does all of the things, you know, she, she lives a pretty interesting life, mm -hmm. but she's always on. Mm -hmm. She's never off. She has to do it every single day. She has to document and share her life experiences every single day in the intimate parts. Now she gets to pick and choose which ones they are, but it's, she's still got to, the amount of content she's got to create that gets on the chopping room floor. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Compared to what you see out in the world, what a pain in the ass! Yeah, you I know? couldn't do it. I mean, she she basically I, is, is from what it appears lives 
somewhere in Alaska or Canada or something in some a cabin somewhere and is basically living off the grid with her husband and child and figuring out how to tan deer hides and do all that stuff and you know at some point she's got to go man I just want to take a day can I just have three or four days where I'm off and I'm not doing this it doesn't mm-hmm. work like that though no no I mean well and there's an engine to fuel yeah now she may she may truly enjoy that some people do right I mean some people just enjoy the process of sharing all of that um, then you have a guy like Gary Vaynerchuk who's really interesting because he just has somebody that follows him around every day mm-hmm. and he just does what he does. Right. It, it's none of it's manufactured or curated. It's literally sometimes the audio's terrible, the right. video's terrible. It's video from outside of the room. He's having a meeting, you know, he just but he's he lives his life. His wife and children are not involved at all. It's just him doing business and then he goes home and pays somebody to edit it and put it in the world. Right. And that's, I mean, I, it, the interesting thing with me is the idea of being on, like, a reality show yeah. or something sounds yeah. like a nightmare to me. Yeah, where somebody would follow you around, like, like real world or something. Well, it, it, I don't care if someone follows me around. Yeah. Being on a show yeah. sounds like a problem. Yeah. Because I'm not going, as you well know, mm-hmm. I'm not adjusting nothing for nobody. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, there'd be a controversy every five seconds yeah. if you followed me around because I yeah. say whatever the fuck I feel like saying, yeah. and 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 I don't feel like changing that. Yeah. Now, if people found that entertaining, yeah, great. Yeah. I don't care because I'm not shy, nor am I in any way embarrassed of who I am. Yeah. But yeah, I couldn't be one of these. Well, even you and I have that, you know, because there are times when you say to me like, "Hey, man, that's cool," but you can't. Yeah. That's not. Yeah. A representation of our business. Correct. You know? Yeah. And I agree. Yeah. You know, I mean, there are things that I can do as an individual yeah. that, you know, there's a lot of things that I don't post on my personal social media pages. Oh, yeah. Because I have to temper myself all the time. Yeah. Because I yeah. don't need the backlash to come back and have yeah. somebody say, that guy that owns this is a yeah. big blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. Because again, the minute, you know, everybody thinks they know you. You, exactly. you one sentence, I got him. Yeah, he's big. I know <laughs> exactly who he is. Yeah. yeah, yep, his yeah. whole life. But yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, in the end, I think that's why, for me at least, you know, I, I think you actually have it harder than I do because I think that while I enjoy the outdoors immensely, yeah, I have always been a very passive yeah. outdoor enthusiast type person. Yeah. I like being outside. Yeah. If I'm fishing, I go, yeah, I'm fishing. Yeah. You know, if I'm whatever I'm doing. Yeah. I just like the sun shining, there's some trees, uh, you know, standing in a river, whatever I'm doing. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm outside. Yeah. I'm at could be the beach, could be the river, could be a lake, don't yeah. care. Um whereas you brought more of a very specific interest yeah. into this business and you know, I, I think that you've had to um, deal with that. Yeah. You know, and and come to terms with having something that you were truly passionate about now be a job. Yeah. You know, for me, I'm passionate about doing this. Yeah. But I'm passionate about it from a whole different perspective. Yeah. You know, it's all well, just business. I mean, for my me. pers- my perspective has has changed over the years. Right. You know, when I first got into it and started doing it, it was one hundred percent about my fishing and hunting. Mm-hmm. Right now, 
there's a lot more emphasis that I put on growing a business. Something on my lip. <laughs> creating a creating a viable business. Right. And the connections and, and and that you make along the way, the things that you learn along the way. Um, because, you know, it, it's almost like the hunting and fishing thing was my hobby. And now this business is my hobby. Mm-hmm. Learning the marketing and the sales of this particular industry and how to tailor interests to certain people and all of that. You know what I mean? That, that consumes you. But I think that what's interesting about that is that I believe, and not that I'm the person to tell anyone anything, but I believe that you really want to succeed, whether it's at a job, business, whatever it is that you do to get up every day and make money. Yeah. I don't think that turning your love into a job is a wise choice. Yeah. I do think, however, that when you take something that is core to you mm-hmm. and you make that your career, yeah, I think that you can do something great. And so for me, I am hardwired to make something right. Yeah. That's how, that's how I, it's built into me. I look at it and I go, okay, I'm going to break this down to its core elements yeah. and I'm going to build it exactly right. Yeah. And that's why I can be passionate about what we do here. Yeah. Because it's easy for me to go, I'm going to make the best shit I can make. Yeah. I'm going to find the best apparel. I'm going to find the best way to decorate that apparel. I'm going to send stuff out the door that is the best that I can possibly do. Yeah. It is not my joy in life, but it is core to who I am. It's the same way that I will cook a meal. It's the same way I will wash my car. It's the same way I will clean my house. Yeah. And I think that when you do that, that will do two things. One is it makes your job much easier. Yeah. Because you do it instinctively. Mm -hmm. Good example, though, with you is what you do. I don't think that what you do on the sales and marketing side of our business Mm -hmm. is your great joy in life. No. But it is core to who you are. Yeah. Because as long as I've known you, which is your entire life, (laughs) you have been a person that always presents the outward message that you want people to have. Mm -hmm. Even when we were kids. Mm Mm-hmm. When you were Rodney, yeah, and you carried a briefcase around, you know, <laughs> and but that was what you wanted people to think of you in a certain regard, yeah, and so you presented that message 100% of the time, yeah, and then we got older, and you were, you had your other persona, you know, when we were little kids, and and you put that out, and then as you got older, you've had a number of different stages, and more so than many people I ever have known. You have gone all in yeah. on these, and you've sold them, and you have existed in that state every single day, and you, you, you are genuine and complete in your dedication to whatever it is that you've decided you're going to be, and you put that message out there. And so what you do here is exactly that. And while it may not be your great love, it is so core to you that you almost do it instinctively. 
you do it almost by accident and you succeed at it. And I think that if people do that sort of thing, yeah. I, I think that you find that those are the people who are really successful. It's and not their passion. It's also contagious. Absolutely. Because people can sense that you're 100% all in and you, they want to be around it. They want to be a part of it. Right. And I think to me, that's the, that's the most impactful thing that anyone can do when whatever they do. Even if you're doing something you love and, and it is going to take away from the fact that you're not doing it as much as you would like to anymore, you have, you know, the, the bands that make it are the bands that are all in. Right. They're all in. 100%, this is what we're doing. All four or five members, three members, whatever it is, they're 100% all in. Yep. This, we're, we got a united front. This is the message. This is what we're doing. Well, you also, when you find bands that make it or the people that we know that have made it, you take a guy like Chuck. Yeah. You know, that guy plays music. Like, if he could carry a hammer on stage with him, he would. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's, he's a worker. Yeah. You know, that it's his personality. Yeah. Is, you know, he goes out there with a hard hat on yeah. and goes, here's my songs, let me, get, let me get at it for you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you take a guy like Sturgill Simpson. Yeah. He shows up that way. Yeah. People that are great, it is their job. Yep. They have a work ethic that is built into them. I went yep. and saw Panic at the Disco the other night, yeah. right? Yeah. First of all, let me explain something to you about this. My wife loves Panic at the yeah. Disco. So I got these Panic at the Disco tickets for uh, Anaheim. Yeah, I think it was yeah. Anaheim. Yeah. Uh, for Valentine's Day. Yeah. Good seats. Yeah. You know, uh, or actually she got them. Um, but we had this whole thing. Anyway, um, so we go and we sit down, and I didn't know what to expect. You know? Oh, I've seen them. Yeah. I well, I am I don't know if you've seen them recently. No. This is a whole different thing. Yeah. Sure. So the guy's basically, you know, Brendan Urie's yeah. the the only guy left. Yeah, yeah. Right? And it's just him and this band full of hired guns. Yeah. And a string section and a horn section and yeah. all this. But this dude showed up for work. Yeah. I mean, maybe the best vocalist I've ever seen live. Yeah. Insane yeah. amount of talent and dancing and the whole nine yeah. yards. And I was watching it, and as I'm watching it, I'm like, I got a whole new level of appreciation for this dude. Oh yeah. I'm not gonna be a screaming fan. There's a bunch of little girls yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, and yeah. Was, aside from the music, you can appreciate the work that goes into Well, the music it. was actually quite yeah. good, but, um, but I told Aaron halfway through, I said, it's funny because I was like, this is not a rock show. Yeah. This is Bruno Mars. Yeah, yeah. This is Justin Timberlake. Yeah. This is some sort of, this guy's going to be in Vegas in 10 years yeah. doing some sort of, I, I mean, because the stage show and his dancing yeah. and the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. And I was like, this is a job. Yeah. This is a dude who shows up and does his job. Yep. And it's obvious that he loves what he does, but it's obvious that it's a job. Yep. And that he's not there dicking around. He's putting in the work. Right. It is not. And I guarantee you the guys that were in the band that started the band with him, Didn't they work. wanted to be in a rock band. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be in a band and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. This dude, he wanted a job. Yep. He wanted this to be his job and he mm -hmm. showed up. And those guys all are by the wayside and yep. he's filthy dumb rich now yeah. <laughs> and doing his thing because yeah. he showed up and did his job. Yep. And so the as you wrap all that back, I think that the key becomes... Whether you love it or not or whatever it is, the real thing you have to ask yourself is, 
can I do this as a job? Yeah. Will this be my job? Am I willing to put in the work? Yep. And also, forget whether or not you love it. Yeah. Ask yourself whether or not what you're trying to do is built into you. Yeah. If it's not built into you, walk away. Yeah. It has to be built into you at some level. So many people, Ryan from Ryanette. Yeah. It, he succeeds because he literally is his business. Yeah. It's it's a it, what he does is an extension of who he is. He's yeah. hardwired yep. to be who he is. Yep. Brandon yep. at Ryanette, yep. same way. Yep. A worker. Yep. Shows up, dedicated. I mean, I you know, and I could think of other people who I won't name yeah. that I know are in jobs where the job is not who they're wired to be and they don't like it and they will they're modestly successful because yeah. they're smart people yep and they're talented people yep but i look at them and i go dude if i took this guy and set him in this space yeah he would rocket fire to the top yeah interesting well i hope that uh, to wrap this up i hope that if you do have something that if you're listening to this and you do have something that you love that you're trying to make your job that uh, maybe this conversation has helped guide you in one direction or another because I would hate to discourage anybody from doing something they love, but just understand the risks that go into it. Because a lot of times I think people are like, I want to be a video game programmer because I love Call of Duty. And then they're, they get into it and they go, wait a minute, this is terrible. Right. right. And, you know, um, so hopefully this... Well, you just remember this. Every time you think and someone says you should do what you love, you have to remember that if that were the case, there wouldn't be any proctologists because nobody loves assholes. <laughs> That's right. You know what I mean? Nobody nobody is a five-year-old kid in class going, I want to stare in assholes all day right. long. Oh, man, I can't wait till I get older and I can look at someone's butthole. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, just drawing pictures. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's just on the wall, you yeah, know. Yeah, those people go into Valedictorian special, special hospitals. Right, that's it. Yes, uh, and I just want to thank my parents for always supporting my love of buttholes. And, <laughs> you know, it doesn't happen. But the thing is, is that those people have a they're usually compassionate people yeah they're either one of two things they're either compassionate or they're so cerebral yeah that they are able they have that part of them that says yeah i can do this job yeah. i won't be embarrassed i won't be put off by it i won't yeah. it doesn't because i'm a cerebral individual mm -hmm. those people and the compassionate people that's who will succeed at that job yeah because it is core to who yeah. they are and somebody's got to do it right that's the whole thing, man. Yeah. But don't worry about doing something you love. Let the thing that you love be the thing that you love. Yeah. Just go enjoy that. Yeah. Find a job that you can just be good at and you don't want to go hang yourself in the closet. And, you know. <laughs> that's good advice. Whatever it takes to not hang yourself in the closet, that's my advice. Do yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Just that's there's, a lot of, there's a lot of... <laughs> I'll bet you that somebody listens to this. That is like seriously bummed out. Yeah. And I'm telling you, don't be, you don't have to be. Yeah. You don't have to, life is not set. 
right? Yeah. I swear, you know, the one quote that I ever said that I would love to get tattooed on my arm, that I, I probably will, is the truth only exists in the past and the present. There's no truth in the future. Yeah. Everything in the future is up for grabs. Yep. There's theory, there's hypothesis, there's all these different things that you can say about, well, it's going to be, you know, a, a minute from now, it's going to be a minute from now. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Unless the whole world explodes in the next 30 seconds. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what's great about the future. Yeah. That's what keeps me from getting bummed out. Yeah. Because just when you think, I'm trapped, there's nothing I can do. No way, man. Yeah. Your truth is only now and behind you. Yep. Everything ahead of you, totally up to you. Do whatever you want. I think we'll end it there. Yeah, that's what she said. That's what she said. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We really do appreciate it. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a buddy. Share it with your friends on Spotify or iTunes. Share it on Facebook or Instagram. Anything you can do to help get people involved and let them know about the podcast, we really do appreciate it. Uh, we do this all for you guys. Make sure you head to the website also, hhoutfitter.com, steelheadgear.com, cindergear.com. And make sure that you check out the new accessories that we just uploaded to the accessories page. We got cell phone cases, regardless of what kind of phone you got. We got vacuum insulated tumblers, vacuum insulated can coolers, all kinds of cool accessories to uh, get you through your day. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. And we will talk to you guys soon.